Many thanks as ever for tuning in to Why You Want Spurs and great to have you along. I'm Ian Wallace and joining me today are four Spurs fans feeling all the usual emotions. Nerves, excitement and a bit of frustration as we enter the last five games of the season. I'll first say hello to my son, Casper Wallace. Casper, welcome back. Yeah. Glad you turned up this time because a couple of times you haven't wanted to come along. Yeah. It was a tight one. It yeah. It's a tight one. And uh, any, anything new in happening in your life? Apart from getting left at home for bad behaviour in science? No, okay. Oh, it's outing in for yeah. big stuff there. Well, you know, sometimes you've got to out it to the public. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Sim, Sim, how are you, mate? Yeah, I'm very good. Yeah. I'm very good. Yeah, any, I can't too much. Any uh, all good work all good work at TalkSport? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm back working with Jim and Simon for the next couple of weeks, ah. so that's been good. Uh, it's kind of been going back to the old spiritual home, as far as concerned. I was actually in a pub recently, and I saw one of your TalkSport uh, colleagues um, in a pub, uh, Ray Parler. Oh, did you really? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You're quite likely to see Ray Parler in the pub, yeah. In Essex, obviously. Oh, yeah. Is it? It's not any chance a pub called The Rose, is it? It was, yeah. Ah, yeah. He's always yeah. talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah. Uh, Dare yeah. The Rose. Yeah, Dare The Rose, yeah. 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 Is he it a good pub? It's very nice. He had uh, quite a few, fa- a few few people talking to him, some interesting conversations. Yeah, I feel like he's probably the kind of guy who, whenever he goes to a pub, he's got a crowd around him. Yeah. Sort of that's, that's amazing. I'll, 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 tell him that, I'll tell him on Friday that, he was, a, that he was spotted in the Rose. I mean, it's not yeah. groundbreaking news. No, seems, it seems a good guy. Yeah. Um, and Peter, how are you, mate? I'm good, good. Yeah. yeah. Fresh from an Easter break. I really enjoyed yeah. it. Any, yeah. uh, any music news from you? Yeah, I just uh, contributed to a musical, which has just been uh, uh, approved by Lane Page. And um, we've actually done something for her latest album as well. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, very musical. Very yeah, nice, yeah. Peter. Very impressive. Yeah. Cool. And back for his fantastic insight is our sports PR and marketing expert, Matthew Fletcher-Jones, who we're all hoping can find us a positive spin on the last couple of games. Fletch, how are you, mate? I'm good, mate. I'm not sure I can follow uh, Ray Parler and Elaine Page, though. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what type of uh, celeb- level of celebrity I'm used to. Well, Fletch, what have you been up to? You got any news for us? I hear you've I been doing do, something interesting. Yeah, yeah lots going on. Uh, been working in uh, women's football a bit recently. Okay. And I've been, uh, we were working to promote the women's North London derby. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and my client on that wasn't Spurs, let's say. Oh. Um, so uh, that was originally uh, postponed because, irony of ironies, the Spurs women's team had COVID. Um, so that game was kind of uh, called off and now takes place next uh, Wednesday at the Emirates. Are you going along? I am going along, yeah. I'm not sure how many Spurs fans will be there. Uh, I know me and Joe Tung, who's uh, one of the football agents, uh, fellow Spurs fan, she's going to be there as well. But um, yeah, we're working to try and get that as big a crowd as possible. Um, I don't think it will be as big, because it was going to be on a Saturday lunchtime. But, um, you know, really enjoyed working in women's football and, uh, you know, hopefully Spurs are closing the gap. Let's say, yeah, that's nice. Women's, women's football, after you know, they've been successful for thirty years, but our women's team are in fifth at the moment and doing really well. Oh, interesting, Ooh. very interesting. Yeah, very, very nice. um, so let's get cracking then. Lot to get through. So after four compelling wins against Brighton, West Ham, Newcastle, Aston Villa, have somewhat been tainted by just one point out of games against Brighton and Brentford. Fletch, were you at either of those games? And uh, if you weren't, how how do you view, how have you viewed those games? 
Uh, I was at the Brighton game, um, which was hugely frustrating. But um, yeah, I think it's the kind of the same old thing we've we've kind of spoken about a bit in the past, really. Unfortunately, I was at um, Wolves and Southampton in the same week a while back. Uh, Mm. And yeah, it was like overrun us in the centre of midfield. Um, their Brighton's wing backs are better than ours. And, uh, you know, not a lot happened for 75, 80 minutes. And then they nicked it at the end. But, um, you know, it was, a, it was a tough watch. And, you know, the one thing that Brighton, I think, did a little bit different was playing Basuma, who's a superb player, basically mm. did leave the centre circle. So if Kane did come back, he was there and he dictated play when they had the ball. So, um, yeah, quite quite a difficult watch. and But try not to complain too much after the run we had before that, I guess. Yeah, agreed. Casper, what are your sort of thoughts on um, the, the Brighton and Brentford games? I mean, Brighton, I just thought, I just, I just thought they, 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 out, they outplayed us, really. I feel like... I've, but I also feel like for the first minute, I, I knew we weren't going to get anything out of the game. I felt like the tempo from, from kick-off was just really slow and there was no desire to press or anything. And the Brentford game, I think, was just was just the same again. It was just really just just sloppy and, and poor. And do you, Sim, what, what, what do you think on those games? You, I mean, I mentioned before in the last podcast about us being a bit of a one-trick pony. Yeah. What do you think? I thought it was so evident in that game. I thought... In the second half, it was, it was there was definitely an argument to change the formation. I, I thought it just we weren't getting any luck the way we were playing there. It's the, yeah. it's weird. The game was just the game kind of the, the minutiae of the game kind of um, I'm starting it's starting to fade away from my memory now simply because maybe I, I kind of wanted to because it was so horrible. But I just I just remember thinking during the game he has to change this because this isn't working. Um, I think there was a, one of the changes he made was it did he take off Son and bring on. Bergwijn or Lucas or someone in Brighton. Yeah, yeah. I think the, one of the changes I remember thinking that's that's not that's not the right move to make. I think I was I, I remember it now. I wanted him to take off Kuliseski because he wasn't because he wasn't doing it. I think I think Son or uh, sorry I think uh, Bergwijn or Mora came on for Kuliseski, but I think we actually needed another midfielder. Yeah. Um, as, as much as like kind of Milan winks a little bit, and he's probably not that much of a game changer. I thought there was just an argument to to add another body in there because the three were getting strangled anyway up top. So I just I thought keeping it as a three four three just wasn't wasn't the way I think Conte showed himself to be a little bit inflexible in that game. Yeah. It was worrying. But yeah, it was it was a, it was a bad day. Casper's right as well. Like it was just generally a very slow day, I thought. And Peter, you were you were at the game, weren't you? What... Uh, no, we did we were in some Somerset. So oh, okay. we, we just really um we had a it's so frustrating because it's a really nice sunny day with a yeah. nice lunch and yeah. you know you're just walking across the road you know to the game with a local pub there and sort of really looking forward to that you know like a home win really puts us in the box box seat and I just think they just they just did a number on us yeah. Brighton they, like you know I think Fletch called it you know like the man in the centre circle they just choked off the supply to Kane. The one-trick pony thing, I mean, I would say in answer to that, I'd say yes and a no, really, because uh, with Doherty, the lack of Doherty was really showing in that game, and I thought just just the the, the savage treatment that we had in the Villa game that, that he particularly had 
really ended up costing us. Yeah. And I think it might have, it might have been a. We're not moving the ball quickly enough. The balls weren't being zipped into the midfield like the way that they were. Yeah. In the pre, you know, in that those previous games where we scored all them goals, you know. Um, but Fletch, do you think um, everyone sort of mentioned about uh, top, uh, stopping the supply into Kane, yeah. um, Brighton did, but do you not think it was more that they stopped the supply into Benton Kerr from the back four? They just seemed to do a really good job there, I felt. Yeah, they, they, I mean, I don't think they even really played with a striker in the first half, Brighton. Uh, they brought them well back at half-time, didn't they? Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it felt like they just kind of flooded the midfield and... We couldn't get out, but the the kind of the bigger concern for me is, you know, I'm I'm less worried about the next three games because, you know, they're all teams who are going to have a go at us, and we're generally, you know, you're good enough to beat the the teams in the lower half of the table generally. But it's you know, Wolves, Southampton, Brighton, they're all kind of next cabs off the rank, aren't they? In mid table, yeah. yeah. Um, all good teams, all got some good players, all got decent managers. Um, and they're the ones we're just going to eternally struggle with because they can compete with us anyway. And if they come to just nullify us and overrun the midfield, it kind of works. And I thought what was really fascinating with Brighton is that their two wing-backs were vastly better than us. Yeah. yeah. I'd happily go and buy the pair of them, to be honest. Yeah. Can I just jump on that for a second? Um, Fletch, if... if um if you're saying that teams like middle of the table teams like that could come and stifle us like that, how would Liverpool have dealt with uh, Brighton or Brentford then? In how would that? How would they have broken that down? I think it's a combo of just better players. <laughs> I mean, I think Liverpool in particular is a really good example because you know how Liverpool are going to play. Generally, Man City turned uh, uh, Brighton over the following week, three 0 You know, so they're, they're just better players and yeah. better at it. I think. Um, you know, I think we we play with this rigid system, but maybe it's slightly easier to stop. I think, you know, it, it's hard to get into the minutiae of all the kind of the tactics, but um, I think we're also we're dependent on an early goal, aren't we? Yeah. I think if we score first early, then teams are generally in trouble because they've got to have a go at us and our patterns work. But you know, some people seem to just be coming and saying, right, okay then. We're just not going to give you any room. And, you know, fair play to Brighton. They worked their asses off. And, you know, you, you kind of thought they might um, tire in the last 15 or something, but they kept on going. Yeah, it's a perfect storm as well with Brighton because they don't, they're not only quite solid defensively, but they also keep the ball. So that whole thing about scoring early, like the fact that they kept the ball in the first pretty much for it felt like the, it felt like we didn't touch the ball for the first 20 minutes of the game mm. so that that instantly rules that out so yeah it thinks perfect storm and Brighton have been defensively yeah. good good on the ball as well yeah. whereas at the Villa game we scored very early although yes. I thought we were rubbish in the first half and the Newcastle game so we're really yeah. slow starters yeah, we are. in all yeah. these games um, do you Casper do you think it would be very easy for a coach of an opposition team um, to sort of line to have a week's training against us because their whole training will be just to stifle, be structured, do you think? Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, even Ericsson said it in his in his interview after the Brentford game. He, li- he literally said, you, like, you know how Conte's going to play, you know what he's going to do. And, uh, yeah, I just, I, I don't know. I just feel, I feel like it's, it's really easy and I feel like uh, 
are struggling against Brian and Brentford, it's it's kind of like a sign to everyone else that it's like, hold on, it's not that hard to play against them. Yeah, but do you think, Peter? Do you think um, less? How do you think Leicester will um, line up against us on Saturday? Do you think they'll do the same, or are they just a whole different? No, no. I, I think I think it'll be um, they'll have more of a go at us. Uh, I don't think they'll set up like uh, Brentford and and Brighton. I think, and they and they they tend to like that space from behind. I don't know if Vardy's fit. Is Vardy yeah. fit? So he, he, work, he, he works. Come back yeah. I mean, he works on that spacing behind. So I think it'll be a different game. We tend to have high-scoring games against them as well. Yeah. So you know. Um, Sim, can I just come back to Doherty? Uh, the Doherty thing Pete touched on earlier. Who who would have thought, say, three months ago, that that we would be moaning the fact that Doherty hasn't played, and we've really noticed he hasn't played. Yeah, no, it's it's a big one, isn't it? Because I think he's 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 not great. I think we do need someone better than him, but. He's better than Emerson, isn't he? I mean, Emerson, his touch is just awful. And if his touch is okay, then his second touch, you can you can be damn sure it's not going to be good. So uh, you can't you can't really beat a man who can't really cross the ball. And that's the it goes, that that kind of comes back to the the point that Fletch made about Liverpool is that their fullbacks that's part of the re- that's part of the way that they're going to break those teams down is because if all else fails, they'll just get Trent and Robertson to start swinging some balls in. Just to just to make the game a little bit more chaotic, and I don't think I don't think we're we're kind of like a chaos team yet. Yeah. I think we're quite we when we're not firing, we can be quite ponderous. I think Kulisewski is a good example of that. It's just he's 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 very if he's having a good game, he's having a very good game. Like the same as Kane, if he's having a very good game, he's having a very good game. But yeah, I think Do- going back to Doherty, I think he's he's a miss because. It's also that confidence aspect that if a player is coming into confidence and he's suddenly he suddenly smells the blood of being in the team next season, and I feel sorry for him because that chance to he might not get that chance again to, to work his way uh, fully into Conte's plans next season. Casper, um, is there a player in Emerson? No, definitely not. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm about 110 percent sure. No. I, I every every time I mean what completely summed him up I don't know if anybody remembers this that pass he did when we we were against uh, Brentford he it was literally nobody near him uh, Davinci Sanchez there could have completely oh, yeah. switched it yeah went right in between the middle of them and it was it was honestly the, the worst just dreadful is that the one where Sanchez had to yeah. run to keep yeah. him playing didn't he? yeah and yeah. then it, I just I just don't I don't actually get what he's good at. But is, could could you argue, uh, Peter, that he's not actually a wing back and he's just a, an actual full back in a yeah, full right back. He's been a right back. He's a right back being asked to play in an unfamiliar role. He's young, and I think he's really lacking in confidence as well. I actually went to the Crystal Palace game before four nil. We beat him. Sarah got sent off. He didn't play. He didn't play half bad in that game. He actually put. I think he put the cross in for one of the goals. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he put the cross in for the Lucas diving header, I think. Yeah. And I thought, oh, you know, it's a bit of a player in there. And then he's just... I think it's a, it's a mixture of a lot of things. been asked to play in an unfamiliar position. And a few bad touches. I don't think he's... I mean, he's, he's just really lacking in confidence. I think he's got worse and worse. Yeah. Because he didn't... Yeah. I, I was actually... Start the season, but he was quite good. So his, his debut was that Palace disaster, wasn't it? So us, yeah. And that was like a tough day, but like you kind of gave him that one because because mm. of the, the the terrible system he was playing in. Yeah. But then, 
I think for a couple of weeks or months he was all right, and then it just seems to have just got like as as the narrative has built up about him not being very good, yeah, and yeah. that's built up in the players as well. You can see that the it's players, very toxic. Yeah, the players yeah. won't won't pass to him. Yeah, and then he he. He, it's a vicious circle because then he then loses confidence because yeah. he's thinking, well, the players don't want to pass to him. So his next touch is going to be a very yeah. hurried, frantic. Touch. I get the feeling he actually. That. I get the feeling he genuinely. Like, I know people say, oh yeah, the players don't think about the crowd or don't listen to the crowd. I actually feel like in that stadium, having sat down that touchline, I think it was for the Leeds game, sitting quite low in that game. Like, yeah. We were like we were playing really badly in the first half, one it two, one in the second half, but. I remember him. I remember him getting loads of stick from the fans down in that sort of um, opposite, the side opposite the dugout, and yeah. I, I feel I get the feeling that he probably can hear it. Yeah, is his English is probably okay? He probably he's probably speaking yeah. English now. So yeah. I think I think it's it's big confidence thing, but it's yeah. it's not helping that no one has any confidence in him, fans or players. Um, what one bad touch and there's a groan from the crowd. <laughs> you can yeah. feel the confidence just drain from a player. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to be sitting at work and every time I made a mistake, I was groaning. <laughs> exactly, that yeah. might happen quite a lot with my spreadsheets. <laughs> anyway, Casper, I just want to sort of ask you a question. We talk about um, Emerson just not being good enough or not flexible enough to move. We watched the Man City Real Madrid game last night. Fabinho comes on, plays on as as fullback or wingback. Fernandinho, sorry, incredible, no? Yeah, I, I see, see, see that from Fernandinho yesterday makes me believe that he just, I, I, I just can't see him being a good player. I, I, I honestly, I don't, because even if he is a right back, he's not the strongest defensively. He's not the strongest on the ball. He's not the strongest going forward. I, I, even as a right back, I, I don't see what he's good at. Have we been here though with Serge Aurier, Sim? Oh, uh, he was calamity though, wasn't he? Yeah, <laughs> he was. He was a liability for different reasons. Yeah, right. I saw Serge give uh, three foul throws away in the same half. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't, have you made that up, Matt? No, no. Generally, one of the games at Wembley. Yeah. I can't remember who it was against. Yeah, um, that's terrible. He gave away three foul throws on the same side in the same half. Yeah, and every time he looked completely baffled as to what he'd done. <laughs> and all those cheap penalties and bookings yeah. and stuff. Well, the red card against England a couple yeah. of weeks ago. Well, he's in the Champions League semi-final tonight. <sighs> well, against Liverpool. That's yeah. incredible. Um, <laughs> but can I just have a show of hands and Fletch? I'm, I'm sure I know your answer to this, but. Would you rather have Aurier still at wing back or Emerson? Aurier. Fletcher. I wish you go for the boy Lamptey. <laughs> but uh, I think Aurier. Yeah. Because he Fletcher. wasn't half bad going forward. He wasn't bad going forward. Fletcher, would you have Aurier or Emerson? I'm going to give Emerson a bit more time. Crikey. By, by, by the way, have you seen the, just we're going a bit off topic, but yeah, I think we're, we're, we've decided to do this quite off, off script anyway, haven't we? Yeah. Have you seen the quotes about Jao Sacramento from Aurier? No. He's basically... Have you seen that, Fletch? I've, um, I've seen a little bit of it. I haven't read the article yet. No, I haven't read it either. I've just heard a few, I've heard a few quotes about it. Uh, and, yeah, he, Aurier is essentially putting the terrible spirit at Spurs, not down to Mourinho, but down to his assistant. And I've got to say, I don't... I don't. It doesn't surprise me because he. I don't think I ever saw that guy's crack a smile on the on the touchline, yeah. or on the bench. He didn't even stand on the touchline. He just sat on the bench. I met him at, at work as well when Mourinho came in. Oh really? He was he was there. Weirdly, he was there while Jose was getting a tour of of the Talksport studios. He was. 
he was kind of just stood there, not really, not, he was just kind of shaking people's hands. Not that many, not many people recognised him, I obviously he, did. He was the guy who went for the Welsh University, wasn't he? Sacramento. I, I think he didn't study some football at some Welsh University. I don't know, assisting Marino. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Um, anyway, maybe. I just got... So I, think, I think he went to the, where they all do the qualifications in, in my hometown, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't think it was at the uni. It was at the um, FAW kind of centre where a million people did theirs, I think. I can't imagine him in the student union bar drinking uh, loads of lager, can you? We, we, we digress. I just want to come back to this um, full-back, wing-back position, OK? I mean, and obviously, you know, we're going to play this certain way, but he doesn't have the personnel to play it. Casper, you're, you're a youngster. Is there an argument to bring in, like, a hungry youngster at, at wing-back? Like this Marcel, is it Lanvinaire? Um, who was on the bench against Brentford? Is it? Is there any? Is there an argument for? Because it's such a specialist position, isn't it, wing back? What's your short thoughts on that? Do you know what? I feel like we need someone. I and um, there's a Nottingham Forest wing back. Who, who Spence. Yeah, he he looks very good. Yeah, but now, but I'm saying that we've got five games left. Is there an argument to a hungry youngster, a specialist in that position? Well, um, I, I think it's just a bit too risky if you put a youngster in. Mm. I mean. If Emerson gets even worse, which I don't know if that's possible, um, maybe, but no, I just think it's too risky. Okay, but Peter, is it lazy? Is it very lazy journalism? Um, no offence to your uh, profession, Sim. Is it lazy journalism for people to or lazy punditry for people to say, um, okay, Mora could play at right, uh, right wing back or Bergwijn could play at right wing back? It's a very difficult position to go and play. Or yeah. have we just got to stick with you know our right, you know. Emerson for the rest of the season for five, next five games. I don't know for sure, but I mean, uh, some people have talked about maybe putting Kulu there yeah. for the next game. But um, I think a manager like Conte is going to earn his corn mm. by coaching somebody into that role, like we did with Moses at uh, Chelsea. No, nobody marked him out as a win back, so maybe somebody within that squad could become, you know, solve that problem. But is it is, is it is it too late though? That's what I'm saying. Five it's games it's late. kind of like uh, getting very very late in the day. You know, we're looking into next season. Yeah. You know, when he gets a preseason and he didn't have a preseason this season. Yeah. Um, when he gets that sort of uh, starting with a clean slate, yeah. maybe he can coach somebody into that role. Yeah. If we don't pick anyone up, Sim, what what do you what do you think? Would you say stick with Emerson if he's, if he's not going to change the formation? Is he? What would you stay, stick with the personnel of the back of the He's back and the wing backs? Oh, it, it's it's. I mean, you you dread to imagine Emerson in the Anfield game, don't you? Yeah. So it, yeah, I I agree with Peter that if there's if there's someone in the squad who who can be sort of competent playing that position, I'm sure Conte would would identify that, uh, and he he will be looking at options as well because we don't even have anyone else after Emerson. Like it's, it's, Emerson, it's Emerson or nothing at the moment unless he does convert someone. And he and seems, yeah. He's not going to change his system, is he? So like, even if we play the four, yeah. who the hell would play right back? Like Dyer or someone? Yeah, F uh, Fletch, what's your thoughts? Because I'm just going to throw this out to you. That Remember when, I, I think Martin Potra's manager played Son as a wing-back in a semi-final <laughs> against Chelsea. Yeah, that worked well, didn't it? Yeah, what... what, what <laughs> What would you What would you do with a situation? What would you do with a problem like Maria, like Emerson? I just think it's the it's it is the key position in the the way he plays and the patterns. You know, the goal. You know, we forget that Emerson scored against Newcastle, wasn't it? Mm. Popping up in a position where we've seen 
Doherty quite regularly recently. Uh, and I thought that was a kind of indication of, you know, they have drilled into, you know, it strikes me that Conte is the type of manager that, you know, if Dyer takes a step to the left, then so does Romero. It's that, the pattern's so drilled into them. So putting someone new there, you know, you've got to spend mm. two weeks with Lucas Moore by teaching him all of that, I think. Yeah. Moore is the only, because of his work rate and his pace, um, I think he's kind of the only option. I think Kulu would just be wasted there considering the start he's had. But I think, you know, we have to kind of stick with him, particularly considering the three games we've got. You know, chucking a kid in against Liverpool and in an Auckland and Derby um, seems a bit risky. But hopefully, you know, Conde can do a bit of work with him and um, maybe just kind of get him at least running the patterns correctly. But of course, no saying, Let's get it right. He's not good, but he's not. It's not like it's not that glaring. Like it's not. It's, he's not going to cost us single-handedly the top four. I don't think just having him at, at right back. Yeah, it, it makes it. it, it, make, it, it Sorry, sorry, Fletch. We don't concede many goals, you know, no. defensively. Yeah. Uh, I know we have, we've had a, we haven't had any shots on goal for the last couple of games, but <laughs> we are fairly strong at the back. We don't concede many, so you know. Yeah, hugely. Take a few one nils if we need them. We don't yeah. need to win more four nil now. It hugely limits us, but it doesn't. It's it's it maybe was the difference between us winning on on uh, Saturday one nil or drawing the game nil nil or getting a one one draw but it's not like it's it's not the difference but it's not like having a having Basil Brush at right back or something like that <laughs> yeah. where you're just like where where it's just glaring glaringly gonna cost us three go three goals a game. Surely you're too young for Basil Brush right? <laughs> I remember Basil Brush. I wasn't expecting that reference. <laughs> no, no, really. <laughs> it's definitely you know Basil Brush <laughs> He's definitely the weak link of the team at the moment. But Peter, are, don't want to get on his back. Are we being are we being harsh with him, and we're not sort of addressing even the left wing back position? That's not exactly you know smashing. No, smashing, no, I mean Regulon's been well off it. Yeah, know, I thought you know. And, and I, I think Sessignon is ahead of him in the pecking order now. Yeah, but, but obviously, it, um, him being injured didn't help him at the wrong, wrong time as well. Mm. But yeah, Regulon just just off it. Yeah, just he's a, he's another shows player. willing and a bit of pace, but doesn't really do anything. Casper, you want to make a point? I mean, he's another player, though, where it's like, is he that good going forward? I mean, you know, not not, not one of the top. Well, is he a wing-back or full-back? Yeah, well, yeah, exactly, but then is he that good defensively? No. I think he's, he's got to talk to the Danny Rose about him, though, hasn't he? Whereas, like, yeah, that, Danny, Danny Rose was, was just... I think Ricky's... Ricky, an old friend of the podcast, who used to come on a lot, used to say that he what do you call him, the Tasmanian Devil player? Yeah, because he would just he would just be so he would just be swashbuckler, me, me, swash, completely swashbuckling. wasn't didn't have any particular control, and I mean, regular has any control really or composure, but he would just come out with these ridiculous crosses by just thrashing his foot for it. Yeah, I think Regulon's got those kind of qualities, but maybe he's just not. Not quite as good as Danny Rose in his. But Peter, are we underutilizing um, uh, Davis? Could you bring Sanchez into play, but part of that back three, and Sanchez uh, and Davis as a wing back? I don't think Davis is really a, a wing back for me. You know, what I mean, I, I think uh, he's got the discipline for a wing back, but I don't, know, I don't know if he's dynamic enough. Maybe it's Liverpool. Though, yeah, yeah, perhaps you know. Uh, but then you know, 
as part of that back three, I, I just worry about Sanchez. When you say you start talking about him, I get I get the jitters. <laughs> Going back to regular, yeah, on, I, the biggest worry with Regulon is that well, no, the biggest frustration for me is that he started doing it, but he stopped. When he goes up the left wing, he cuts back onto his right foot. Is he not left footed? Who Regulon? He's left all left foot. Why doesn't he cross the ball with his left foot? You know, that's what Danny Rose would do. You know, he'd do those arcing crosses, you know, for Kane to run onto, yeah. you know, in his pomp. And I've never seen Regulon do that. Well, we did in his first couple of games, but he doesn't do it. So we, 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 we if he's going to cut back onto his right foot, then the whole of the their defence can regroup. Yeah. You know. And do you, and do you think that um, Sessignon Sim for you, do you think... He's ever going to make it at Spurs, or ever going to be that good at Spurs, or is he just coming back? And he, you know, he showed a bit of form before he injured again, didn't he? Yeah, and I was surprised to see him back so quickly. Actually, I thought he might be out till the end of the season. It's yeah, I think he's got a lot of potential in in that system. It is just all dependent on how long the, the manager stays, really. And I don't, yeah, I don't necessarily think the manager's not going to stay. So yeah. I think he definitely goes into next season. I don't know if he's the starting, if he'll be the starting one, but like. If we're hopefully in the Champions League, failing that will be in the Europa League. So there'll definitely be games for him. Yeah, it's, it's but then but then are you are you then are you then saying or thinking that one of them has to go out of the two? I don't necessarily think we need an upgrade on that side. I think we can. I think we could work with those two, and and we can be uh, good in that position next season. Without a, it's the it's the right back completely that that needs that needs refreshing yeah. for me anyway. I mean, I think I think we'll move on from um, talking about wing backs um, <laughs> because uh, I think pretty much everyone in the world is talking about our wing backs. But yeah. it may, you may, I mean, Conte may come out of a surprise and maybe change a formation for the game. Maybe Liverpool away might be the one where he does. Actually, Liverpool the one would be the one you won't do it. But possibly Leicester at home, he might change. But just just going on to, the, I just want to sort of have a little run through of our last five games and sort of. Feel around the table how many points we'll sort of get out of them. Let's let's start with Tottenham Leicester this week. Casper, um, how do you feel that game's going to go? Just quickly bringing Wiz around. I feel like games like this benefit us more because I feel like Leicester they'll they'll come onto us more. Yeah. Where I feel like Brighton wouldn't or Brentford wouldn't. I feel I think we'll win. I think we'll win, but not not a convincing one. I'm going like two uh, one. Okay, Sim, what's your thoughts on Saturday Saturday's game? Uh, yeah, I think we'll beat. I think we'll beat Leicester. I'm, I'm worried about the fact that Vardy's back. Yeah, but yeah, I think it, it will suit us. That they're, they're. I don't think Brendan Rodgers is the most tactically savvy guy who would yeah. do that Potter job. Yeah, I don't think he would do what Graham Potter. Did. And they would have had a like, semi-final tonight, uh, tomorrow night. Yes, yeah, that's correct. That's that's so that must be a Sunday. Must that must be on oh, Sunday, on Sunday yeah. that game. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they have got the semi-final against Roma, haven't they? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's good on Mourinho. Also, we have to exploit the fact that they can't defend corners or free kicks. Yeah, but we can't score. We can't score. Yeah, but but it's 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 terrible against terrible. We've got a we we just they're they're that bad. Like for them, you just put it into the area and they don't clear it. Yeah. So like, if we can find a way to, yeah. Or we'll end up just playing it short. Yeah, well, yeah. we if we that that's something we need to have a look at. We we need to make sure that we so we win. But yeah, I think we we'll uh, beat Leicester. Fletch. Yeah, I think um, I think we'll nick it. Yeah. Um, they'll have a go. I think they'll float the midfield like everyone else does. But I think Kane will be marked by three players. So yeah, uh, I fancy us to 
and it could be another one of these high-scoring ones against Leicester. And I'm looking forward to Romero um, getting Vardy in his crosshairs and just looking to kill him at some point. I can see that one going off this weekend. Definitely. So a win for you, Peter? I see us edging edging it in a high-scoring game, though a 3-2 or even a 4-3. We just tend to be, I mean, we had that thriller up at sort of the King Power. Yeah. I reckon, um, yeah, I think we'll get the three points out of that. So that's four of us, and I'm going to go for a win as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's move on. Actually, let's not, well, Liverpool, I think we're all going to say a loss, are we? Everyone, Casper? Loss. Uh, I think we'll Sim- lose by the odd goal. No, I think we'll nick a point. <laughs> Sim, a draw, you, Peter? I just think they've got too many options going forward and I just think we'll just lose by the odd goal. Um, I agree. Fletch. I think we Yeah, I think we did really well against them in December, but you know, they're up for the title, aren't they? So they won't yeah. be taking any chances. So yeah, I think they'll beat us. Okay, so we've got four four losses and a draw. Right, then we go to the Arsenal game. Right, let's let's go. Peter, you go first. How do you think the Arsenal game's going to go for us? <laughs> Sorry, I can't call it. <laughs> I can't call this one. You know, if 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 if, if the if the right kind of Spurs turn up, we might get a two-one win. Yeah. If uh, crowd will be with us, the crowd. Yeah, will yeah, be but it, it depends what you know what Spurs are going to turn up after about five minutes. You tempt us. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah, I think um, I think, and if the, if the Mister Hyde turns up, I think we'll get done. Okay, if Mister Hyde turns up, so what are you going for? Come on, let's not sit on the fence. Oh man, you know, it's like <laughs> head head and heart. Head you're, you're you're already stressed by it, and it's yeah. two weeks away. Yeah, I imagine what you're going to be like on the night. What Spurs turn up? I think you know, head says we'll get done. Heart says you know we could just turn up and just Kane has a come on. Got, you remember when you were on Family Fortunes, you had to give Les an answer. Okay. <laughs> You've got to give me an answer. Uh, two ones, bro. Oh, yeah. And Fletch, just just that reference for the um, for the listeners. Uh, Peter's actually was on Family Fortunes with his family once. He won the jackpot. Won the jackpot. Oh my good god, that's a whole new podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Elaine Page. Yeah. Plus family Fortunes. <laughs> Star studies. We are Anthony like Costa. Um, Sim, what, what, what? Oh, sorry, Fletch. Oh, okay. Interesting. Sim? Yes, I think I think we'll win as well. I think the crowd will roar us to that win. And I feel like it will be comfortable. I think we'll be 3-0 up. It oh, might... It might... It might... It might just beat Chelsea. I think we'll go... It's just beat... Are you drunk? No, I think the crowd... You're the one with the beer, mate. The only one with the beer. No, I'm joking. I think the crowd will be so up for that game. It's the biggest occasion... Yeah. It's since maybe the Champions League nights in that stadium. And we've been so starved of that. So we've been so starved of a home North London derby. Like it's the first it's the first home of crowd in that ground. It'll be and, then, and it was delayed by four months as well. Yeah. I think the crowd will push us to the win in that one. I think it will be three I think it will be three one. I think we'll go three nil up. I think they'll score with maybe twenty minutes to go. Uh, but they won't be able to bring it back. And I think I think we'll I think we'll win that game. I do. On um, Thursday night. Can- yeah, mate, Casper, what, what are you going for? Um, uh, I'm going to... So I feel like when I've watched Arsenal, I don't think they've been all that. Honestly, I, I, just, I think they've been pretty average. Uh, I'm going for a 1-0 Kane penalty. Wow, and I'm, I'm going for a draw, so that's four wins and a draw. OK, Burnley, quickly round the table. Peter, Burnley. What about them? At home. We've got Burnley at home? Oh, yeah. God. Yeah, I think we'll do it. We'll, we'll turn them over. Perfect. 
Yeah. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. I was just. I thought we were only doing three games. But no, no, no. We do all five of them. Um, yeah. Sim, Burnley at home. I, I think we'll lose. <laughs> what? <laughs> I think we'll lose. I think, I think they have the momentum in terms of the relegation battle now. I think that. I think that could be the. That could be the day that Everton go down. I think Burnley. I think Burnley will win. Us. I think. I, I, it's the way Spurs work. We get a point in in my in my world. We get a point at Anfield. We beat Arsenal. We haven't come off the, the Leicester game, yeah. and then Burnley come to us, and we expect it to be a given. They're fighting for their lives, and I think, yeah. I think they they. I do think they'll stay up. I think Everton will go down, which would be hilarious. Yeah, and I think that's the day that they that they do it. That they that they come to us and they survive. See, I don't see Burnley as a very good travellers. No, not me. I no, but they, but they need to get points, don't they? Yeah. Well, Sim, you're full of the joys of spring with that one. Um, <laughs> well, Fletch, what are you going for, Burnley at home? I completely enjoyed Sim's logic. I was kind of falling for it the more it went. It was the absolutely horrible game of football. Um, and I'm not looking forward to going to it, although I'm sure I will. Um, I think we'll just about nick it yeah. again. Yeah. It may be a, you know, a slightly ugly 1-0. Or unless we score early and then we'll bat them. But, um, okay. I think, yeah, I think we'll just go by. Casper? Uh, win. Uh, win 2-0. Two. And I'm also going for wins. That's uh, that's uh, three points there. And the last game of the season, Norwich away. Peter, can I come to you? I think it's going to be like a goal first for Harry Kane in that game. Okay. That was last game of the season. They'll probably be relegated by then. He'll be one of those. Uh, but will it be relevant? <laughs> will it be a dead rubber? Yeah, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? You going for a win anyway? Yeah, definitely. Uh, Sim? Yeah, we'll win that game. They're, they're terrible. Fletch? We'll contrive to do whatever it takes to finish on level points and goal difference with Arsenal, and then we'll have to have a two legged playoff against them, <laughs> and it'll be horrific. Oh, that would be just horrific. <laughs> oh, no um, but you're going for a win, obviously, Fletch, yeah? Uh, I think so, unless we get the classic, we're down now and we'll just enjoy ourselves. Okay. Um, but I think, I think we'll, yeah, we can nick by. Um, and Casper? Oh, yeah, 100%. 100% and I, I'm actually going for a win as well. So we're saying, I think which everyone is sort of saying, that we're going to get 12 points out of a possible 15 with Liverpool being the loss. And is that enough though? No. Casper, is that enough? Because no, the only way that, I mean... Unless Arsenal lose to West Ham, which West Ham would be off the back of a Europa League semi-final with Craig Dawson out, I just, I, just, I, I think we'll, I think we'll, I think we'll still be at the same point as we are now. Don't trust the running. Mm. The running is always yeah. unreliable. You end yeah, up, you end up losing to Brighton, and then you beat Liverpool. That's the Spurs way. Spurs. <laughs> Do you remember that season? Do you remember the season? losing at Newcastle. Yeah. yeah, I think so as well. <laughs> yeah, they could do. That's our, that's probably their hot work, well, apart from us. It's probably the hardest game they're running. Do you remember the season where they drew two against Norwich in like an early game? I think it might have been like second last game of the season. They drew two against Norwich and then we went and played Aston Villa a couple of hours later. We could have gone... It might have even been the, the season where we came fourth and missed out because of Chelsea. And... We just went and Aston Villa weren't even good at the time. Well, we just didn't win the game. And Danny Rose got sent off. Danny Rose got sent off and we drew with Aston Villa. It's infuriating. Well, do you what know what? Was that? About 2012. Oh, I know I did, but I was playing. Um, <laughs> Fletch, you, you wanted to say something then, sorry. 
Um, just, yeah, I think uh, Newcastle, they'll struggle at Newcastle away. And hopefully Everton is still up on the last day of the season because you can just see them going to the Emirates and staying up there on the last day. So uh, I don't think Arsenal's running is that. It's not as tough as ours. They haven't got to play Liverpool, but they've got, um, I think, going to Newcastle and West Ham is going to be tough. Yeah. Leeds aren't safe either. They've got Leeds at home. Leeds, you saw, did you see anything of Leeds at Palace on, no. on, uh, on Monday? They were turgid. Oh, were they? They, but they just they they were they went there happy to to get a point and they ground it out. Yeah. I think Leeds will be a really frustrating day for Arsenal. Well, as as we're on the um, point of uh, biggest Spurs uh, being let down by Spurs perennially, <laughs> um, I just want to sort of go around the table and sort of just ask what has been your biggest ever Spurs letdown. <laughs> so Sim, can I can I start with you? Obviously, you're not that old. So what are you? Twenty two now? Uh, Twenty four. 24? Jesus, when did that happen? A couple of years ago. No, this year. 24. What what has been your biggest ever Spurs letdown? There's been a lot of them, haven't there? (laughs) It's been a lot. Take your pick. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard to... Oh, you know what? It's hard. You can't really say it because we, we weren't really expected to win the game with the underdogs, but just the way the Champions League finally unfolded, (laughs) <laughs> it was just sort of, I feel like Casper might have had that one as well <laughs> but like that we had that that magical sort of three week wait for that game to happen where like we've gone through yeah. against Ajax in the most amazing circumstances and yeah yeah we, 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 we secured it for the next season anyway and just the way the games we, we all know how the way the game started and then I don't actually remember, and I wasn't even that drunk, I don't remember anything from the game, which tells me everything. It just tells me how much of a letdown that game of football was. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was Contemporary pretty. example, but yeah. Yeah, that's that's good. Uh, Peter, obviously you're the eldest. Obviously you look uh, don't look the eldest. No, but... I forgot. I'm going to maybe can't see past one of them, maybe semi-finals or finals with Chelsea. Yeah. I think it's just... Uh, the biggest ever letdown? I don't know. I just, uh, I mean, I... I was just thinking in recent recent times, but uh, I think it might have been. I mean, somebody called it before. I think the game where he played Sonnet, Sonnet left back. Yeah. And uh, and then, tragic, wasn't it? And Vorm in goal, and I just think, why, you know? Yeah. And yeah, it was just it's just so disappointing. But I don't know if it's the biggest ever, but it's the one that kind of just springs to mind Absolutely. in recent times. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Casper, you're obviously the youngest, so I mean you. You've only had 14 years of uh, grimness. Um, I'd, I'd probably say Carling Cup final 2014. It was my birthday. Oh, yeah. And they lost in the final. I was, I was <laughs> yeah, it was pretty tragic, wasn't it? Yeah, because Chelsea won the league that season as well. Yeah, that was pretty sad day because yeah. it sort of built it all around your birthday, and it was pretty tragic, wasn't it? Was it? Awful. Yeah, that yeah. was the game where Zuma played in midfield for Chelsea, wasn't it? The, it wasn't the <laughs> wasn't <laughs> catastrophe, the, as we say. It wasn't <laughs> the final yeah. left back game. Then. That was the no. semi final. Yeah. Just it. any Chelsea game at Wembley, basically, apart yeah. from the one we won. Yeah, once. yeah, That's pretty terrible. Um, Fletch, obviously, you know, you've you've had your fair share. Um, just building on. Something Pete said, really. I was at the 91 Cup final, yep. and now, 31 years later, we haven't been back. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I think there's been some... All, uh, the one semi against Chelsea, I think we were unlucky to lose it when 
Matic scored that screamer. But other than that, the Man United one where we were abysmal. Um, you know, we're not in the mix for winning the league very often. So the FA Cup is, you know, was always our thing. And when I was a kid, we were the record winners. Yeah. And all yeah. that. Time. And um, we just can't seem to lay a glove on it. And uh, yeah, I think that's kind of trying to uh, bring many disappointments together. I think uh, our inability to even make a cup final um, is probably the one for me. Yeah, there is a meme, there is a meme which um, makes a joke about Viagra, but I won't sort of go into it uh, for now. We must keep losing the semis. But, <laughs> right. Anyway, so is that not is that joke not better served for like some of the teams in the championship? Yeah, not being able to get up. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, but I, forest, maybe. I mean, obviously, you know, I'm 53 years old, so I've had a, a real long, long stint like um, Peter as well. But uh, someone mentioned to me today about um, like not winning the league when Leicester won it, but I never felt we were. They're always like six points ahead of us, so yeah. Yeah. I didn't really feel that one. So that possibly not that one. The Blackburn League Cup final <clears> in <throat> was it 97? Two, wasn't it? Two. Oh Jesus! Yeah, that that long ago. The Chelsea, the Chelsea when they won the Champions League, as you oh, said earlier. Oh, that was, yes, that one. I was furious. I just felt the rules were wrong. And funny enough, yeah. they changed the rules after that. Yeah, was, yeah. We were let down by Bayern Munich. Yeah, we were let down. We were let down by Lionel Messi missing a penalty in the semi-final. We were let down by Ian Robin missing a penalty in extra time. Yeah. By Bayern Munich, not by Germans not winning a penalty shootout. Yeah, that's absolutely... By UEFA for changing that rule. But then, yeah, and man. then also the Littlewoods Cup semi final in '87 when um, we had the replay and oh, was I think Liverpool we were or was it? No, at Arsenal, Arsenal yeah. at home. I remember it being at the game. The of '87 is is the kind of because we could have done the triple that year. Yeah, we could have. Yeah, we could. Yeah. And then uh, that leads me. The best team we ever had. That leads me and Fletch as well to the Coventry Cup final. Another oh, game. Yeah, you know, that was pretty. But I think, but I think by far and away for me, the Champions League. I think I just felt we were happy to be there. But lasagna gate, I just can never get over lasagna gate. <laughs> no, that just no, that no. irks me so much, and yeah, the, yeah. the ribbon that we've taken with it, you know. Mm. And you know, I think I think you know, I've heard Defoe talk about it like, recently about how he felt really let down that they were just they could hardly walk some of them. They were so ill, mm, yeah. you know. Yeah. And he just felt the league were never going to postpone that game because it was the final day of the season, and yeah. and that that was at the time where we were we would have finished above Arsenal for the first time in years, and yeah. may, maybe it could have been so different for us if we'd have got in the Champions League then. It just it still sort of irks me now. But there's yeah. been I've spoken I've spoken to Danny Murphy about that, and have you? he was because he was uh, with us at that time, and he he was on the bench in that game, and he said I didn't have it, but oh. Carrick was he was like was like throwing up throughout the game, yeah. so I just wonder if. Just I know Danny Murphy wasn't really very good for Spurs, and I don't think any Spurs fans really remember him as being a great sort of player for us. But maybe things could have been different if we didn't have basically a cripple for the day in the middle of the in the middle of the pitch. Yeah, it wasn't just him that was it. I think a few of them were really struggling, weren't they? But I think yeah, Carrick like, was yeah. the worst one. Carrick was really bad. Carrick I think. couldn't stand up. Genius, yeah. I think, was probably quite Genius. bad as well. Yeah, he was another one. Yeah, yeah. were you at that game? No, yeah. it was away at West Ham. Yeah. They were throwing toilet rolls at Julian Defoe. Terrible. <laughs> terrible, terrible, terrible. Um, and just, just to sort of sum up like the, the last little bit of the, the podcast, you know, obviously we're all a bit nervous going into the last five games. We've talked about, you know, the, how we feel about it. But I just think, go around the table. What song sums up us going into our last five games? 
So I'll start with Casper, as he's the coolest of them, coolest of us all, <laughs> young and trendy. Casper, what are you going for? Um, I've gone with Disappointed by Stormzy. <laughs> about it. I actually don't know this song, but obviously... <laughs> it's, it's quite harsh. It's been, or do you think you're going to get disappointed? <sighs> I mean, the last five games, I mean, even Villa was a tough watch. Mm. Mm. Brentford, Brian, was poor. It was poor, sorry. I don't even remember the one before that. So you just feel, you feel going into it is disappointed by Stormzy? Yeah. It's a shame because of legal reasons, we can't wipe out the tunes, but... Anyway, <laughs> um, Sim, what what are you? Uh, what song are you gonna to sum up the last five games? Oh, I, I apologise, I didn't do my research, so I'm just gonna have to wing it. Yeah. Uh, you know what? There's there's a bit of an anti-Costa theme in this podcast, isn't there? Yeah. I think rallying cry for the last five games. Yeah. All rise. Oh, I'm loving that. The crowds, the players, the staff, just everyone just has to rise and just rise to the challenge. That is a brilliant one. Do Off the cuff, you've just done that. Nice it's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> that's actually better than the ones that I was there doing no work this afternoon. Um, Fletch, obviously you've been uh, in a, a famous band in your youth. What's, uh, it's not going to be one of Goldie Looking Chains songs, surely? Uh, no, nothing to do with that. A very similar artist, though, Cher. Um, either Believe... Yes. ...or, more than likely, If I Could Turn Back Town. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's a real uh, genius one. I love that. I love that. And um, and mu- actually, no, I'll leave the musical maestro till last because mm. I, I, I've got I've got quite a few here. Um, so, a hero, I think, by Mariah Carey. I mean, there's a hero surely amongst that team there, <laughs> or holding out for a hero, Bonnie Tyler. Right. Yeah. 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 Life is a roller coaster by Ronan Keating. Yeah, that could be the last five days. And also, you can't always get what you want by the Rolling Stones. Yeah, yeah, but this is my favourite, and I've been—I've literally been smiling all the way home when yeah. I thought of it on my bike ride home. Flying without wingbacks by West. <laughs> ah, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> That's classic <laughs> stuff. Can, should, I, should, I, should I not be in finance, Fletcher? Be in the creative department. Yeah, I can't follow that. Yeah. I'm sorry, I can't follow that. That's brilliant. <laughs> Peter, come on, you can. You're in the. I know. Obviously, the great win against Newcastle, the win against Aston Villa. It's, I'm going to go for an old reggae obscurity called uh, One Step Forward, Two Steps Back by Max Romeo. I know that song. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Slow tempo, lots of Yeah. <laughs> Well, let's let's, Peter, let's let's uh, let, let's sort of try and be all be positive, but I, I think two um, steps backwards again, Brighton number. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're, you're not wrong, but I, I just I think it's been good, a bit cathartic. Do we feel to chat about this? Because I have to admit, I'm sure all this around the table, Cass, would you feel nervous going into the last five games? I mean, I don't really know, because I feel like I'm just I'm so used to us just absolutely just Let crushing everything. Yeah. <laughs> Not really, because I can I can just see it already. So you can deal with it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I'd, I'd like to tell myself I would. Sim, do you feel nervous going into it? Uh, yeah, I, I I feel nervous on on match day. Yeah. Um, when the games start, I don't feel nervous like now building up to it. But like the Sunday's going to be a terrifying day. Yeah. Because we're playing at 
two, I think. Yeah. And then they're playing at half four. Yeah. So it's like if we if if the less if the Leicester game is if we win. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But if the Leicester game doesn't go well, then that Arsenal game we're just waiting to go four or five points behind them. And that's like that that would be really tough to take. So who are they playing? West Ham. Oh, um, sandwich between two semi-finals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and and no centre-halves, as Casper pointed out as well. Fletch, how, how are you feeling? Uh, what's your sort of mood going into the last five games? Um, I guess Casper saying really, um, he feels slightly numb at this stage of the season, don't you? And we're so used to it. You know, we were never going to saunter into third place, were we? So, um, you know, let's hope we can get something out of. Uh, have a Sunday and then uh, get a bit of momentum going and get our hopes up again. Yeah, agreed. Peter, yeah. Yes, you've seen it all before. How are you yes, feeling? Sunday's just key. It's just like a real nerve-jangling, nerve-shredding thing, really. We've got to, that, that will set up whatever happens, you know, will set up the Liverpool game. Mm. You know, hopefully we can do it. But, you know, like I said, we've got the first dibs that, you know, we can put something down, put some pressure on Arsenal. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to be very nervous. Yeah, yeah, and I'm, I'm literally—that's all I think of. Spurs is never an easy watch, anyway. It's never an easy watch, unless you go three 0 up against Leeds in half an hour. That—that that was a good watch, but yeah. normally it's not an easy watch. It's like having a high maintenance girlfriend. Same thing, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> nice. That's a very Ian Holloway uh, comment. <laughs> yeah, Sim, you can chop that out if you want. <laughs> Anyway, guys, um, it's been great. Fletch, it's been wonderful to have you back. The fans have been calling you to come back, so it's been great to have you back. You enjoyed it? Very much so. Thanks for having me again. Pleasure. Casper, you enjoyed it? Yeah. Sim? Yeah, I've really enjoyed it. Yeah, the fans have been writing in a lot about me, but despite, despite that, I still continue. <laughs> yeah, no, I loved it. Actually, one, so one, one, one fan did pick up, uh, one fan actually did pick up on me saying about, well, the, like, the phrase I say a lot is, what are your sort of thoughts? Who and said that? A fan, and I say, and instead of saying, what are your thoughts? What are your sort of thoughts? Possibly not good English. Casper, no. good English? I've never noticed that. It's grammatically incorrect. Grammatically incorrect. It's someone like sending you a letter through the post. Exactly. You know, when, you, when you're a famous podcaster, it's, it's tough, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, guys, thank you listeners for listening. Um, keep the faith. Don't be nervous. Be positive. If you're going to the game, shout out loud. We really, really, really need the support in the stadium. Enjoy. Keep spreading the word. Cheers, guys. Cheers, everyone. Nice, fellas. Cheers.